if Hunger Games and Mario Kart had a baby. That would be this movie. <laughs> say that. Say that. With a little bit of Mad Max rolled in. Yes. Yep. Mario Kart. Mario Kart. When he did, when he Great left, game. like, like he should have just thrown out a banana. Yeah. You're not wrong. In a world. In a world. In a world. Where tomorrow's blockbusters reign. And yesterday's classics are forgotten. Three women intend to remember. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Millennials at the Movie House. The podcast where your average Janes watch older movies and answer the question we've put to ourselves. Are they still relevant and should we still be watching them today? I'm Betsy. I'm Tracy. And I'm Serena. <laughs> and today we are talking about Death Race 2000 uh, from 1975, directed by Paul Bartel, written by Robert Tom, Charles B. Griffith, and based on a short story by Ib Melkor? Melchior? Add that to the book, yeah. gr- book group list. Tracy. Will do. <laughs> and produced by Roger Corman. I don't usually say the producer, but Roger Corman's a big deal. Uh, so, quick synopsis. Tracy, go. <laughs> oh. Once again. Yep. We're on All what? Right. Movie 25? <laughs> All right. It's a dystopian America, but it's kind of the whole world. Because I think they said at one point mm-hmm. the, the president was in like Moscow or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And it was under one rule and it was very... I mean, there were Nazi flags. Like, it was, it was, you know. Anyway, the sport that everyone follows is this death race where five or six cars uh, go on a cross-country car race where they try to kill people and earn points. You know that game you all play, like, 15 points if you hit that biker. I mean, yeah. nobody actually does it, hopefully. I mean, just secretly. Just, am I the only one that <laughs> secretly, I do. secretly plays like Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah. There's a little bit of politics involved. I usually do 50 points per person. I don't really do, like, extra points for toddlers and extra points for elderly, but mm-hmm. this movie's pretty effed up. Yeah. <laughs> they had, yeah, they had in-depth point systems, yeah, going on. Plus an actual race. An actual death. System. Real death. Well, yeah, real death, of course. Yeah. Death race. Yeah. Well, speaking of dystopian, we this is our first podcast with Serena back in the house. Yay! She, Serena's here. She's on the other side of the room. She is. It's a social distance podcast a little bit. She, uh, Actually, she's more than six feet away from us, but we can see her and talk to her. Hello! It's pretty exciting. And she gets her own mic again, everything. Yep. Serena's yep. here. Oh, Serena hasn't been here in so long. You haven't been here no. in so long. It's been like two and a half months. Right? <sighs> it's got to be at least February. Yeah. Crazy. Brutal. Insane. All right. Well, how did everyone like this movie? Do I even have to ask? <laughs> I always like the concepts of dystopians. So I'll put that out there. Agreed. I was going to put an in, insert cricket noise here. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't have much to say about this movie, so. <laughs> the end, Tracy. <laughs> the end. <laughs> and yeah, that's a lot. It was, it was not, it was not a good movie. I, I had heard of this movie, and so I thought it was going to be like a cult classic, which I think it is a cult classic, but usually cult classics have redeeming qualities of some sort, mm-hmm. and this, no, no, not so much. It was weird. The blood was like red paint, and it was like blatantly fake 
I think it was it's satire. Yeah. Um. So. Oh, okay. I think that they hid behind that label for a lot of like the bad effects and stuff like that. Yeah. Didn't you say it was technically a comedy? Yeah. I think it. I think it was technically categorized as comedy compared to like an action. Right. Right. So they were self aware. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. But that doesn't excuse a bad plot. Well, no. And like I said, I always do like that kernel of whatever the dystopian has going for it. But I felt like there were so many holes in the story. I thought the biggest one was, well, if everyone knows a race is going on, they're they're broadcasting it. That's half the fun is people watching it. And why are people still out and about on a road? Right. We're we're living in a world right now where everyone is staying at home. Yeah. Just stay at home that day. Right. Exactly. Right. Like one day or, or however long the race is. What? A couple of days? Yeah. Then just that, don't go out. That one kid with the tire. Right, right. right. And it's that. like, fine. If Where you have are to your go to parents? work, fine. But yeah, don't go on a picnic. Although the picnic was a ruse. That was a pretty good one. I, I was sure they were going to kill a baby. I mean. I was excited to see that it was. points. It is. I, Not as much as the old people, but you know, what are you going to do? I just can't believe that whole, it was euthanasia day. And they were putting all the elderly out. As yeah, yeah. I just think it was messed well, up. Well, I'll get back to that in the other section. The that? okay, yeah, I the did. elderly. Yeah, I did. It's just weird. It, I can't wrap my head around these types of movies. The Hunger Games. I couldn't wrap right. my head around that. Oh really? I I like I don't know this. I like the the idea of dystopian movies, but I can't. Wrap Sometimes my head around. they I are can't get inside well, of them. Sometimes they are hard because you're like. We would never get to that point, but never how say we, never. How are right? How are we living the life we live right now? Yeah. I never thought we would get to this point, and here we are. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of can see. I can. I can actually see something like that happening, mm-hmm. where they put everyone's the, a crazy town. They put the media first, the money first, and offer to kill people. That's what this is. And okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, is that why you picked this movie? No. no. I said, I was just reading off some movies and we liked the premise of this one because it's a bonkers premise and it's aware it's a bonkers premise. I thought it was going to be like The Purge where they were, it was yeah, like yeah. regular people could just get in their car and that one day it's a free for all and it wasn't. I just, I guess I can't really, I mean, I literally, when squirrels cross the road, I beep at them to be sure to not hit them. I'm like, I break for leaves. (laughs) I break for leaves. All right. Quote of the night. I break for leaves. I mean, granted, I think they're animals. It's not like I'm like poor leaf, but leaf. All right. She breaks for foliage. She's a leaf peeper. Can you have a bumper sticker that says I I break for foliage. foliage? All right. Do we want to jump into the questions, everybody? Top of the marquee. What was your favorite part? If you can find a favorite part in this movie. I have a favorite quote, but I don't want to steal Tracy's. No, no, do it. Go for it. But I already think... Because it it was the only time we laughed. All three. Literally the only time we laughed. The only time we laughed. Um, And it's unfortunate who got that. Who got that line. You know what? That's fine. I'll let him have it. Fine. Favorite line, hands down, entire movie, funniest, all three of us laughing, (laughs) is when Machine Gun Joe says to his navigator, navigator, 
because she said something to him. I forget what she said leading up to, but um, she said something, and he was like, you know, Myra, some might think you're cute, but me, I think you're one very large baked potato. (laughs) Woo! I don't understand. She said it with the, the rocky... You know Myra. <laughs> that was a good Rocky that was face. Really good. That was really Myra. good. All right, you know Tracy, Myra. give it to us Some in Rocky. Some people might think you're cute, but me, I think you're one very large baked potato. Wow, oh, nailed yeah. it! Holy, that was shanky. amazing. Okay, that's going oh, in the Hall of Fame good. of quotes and voices. Wow, Tracy's hidden talent. <laughs> Because oh, I Rocky's just, I voice. I can't stand. And I can't stand. Yeah, um, she I, really can't stand Rocky, but yet right. she does his voice so good. Um, I didn't run through the actor list, but yes, Sylvester Stallone is the is the bad badder bad guy in this. And oh my god, he's covered in cannoli good cream. Lord. Yeah, I actually like the suit. Whatever I, his yeah, costume, he whatever had, he had, like, yeah. Forties mobster yep. kind of look going. I like the suspender, the white but suspenders. Everybody had a look. Like Calamity Jane had like her like cowboy outfit, very um, thin eyebrows. Yes, I compared it to Wreck It Ralph, where all of the different racers had like their own theme oh, yeah and then i compared it to mario kart where they all kind of have their like vehicle that had like things that it did i lost it when you said mario kart i was like <laughs> oh, okay yep, yep i what forgot was it? it was hunger games meets mario kart and they had a baby mad, mad max, max. yeah if they had a baby this would be the movie yep. yeah a to bit. a point where i would have taken this movie a little bit more seriously if you had told me it was based on a comic book Right, I agree with you. And it is it is based on a short story, but from what I understand, it's, like, loosely based on, like, there's really, like, the basic premise is there and then not much else is the same. Which makes sense, because if it was a sincere short story, I could see the premise yes. being a sincere... Which was the only It was good the part. only good part of this movie. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. If this was a comic book, I totally would have gotten it. Because we got, like, the... Even with Myra, we got that... That side chick that the villain has. Right. I called out, like, she she reminded me of one of Lex Luthor's girls. And, yeah. It and was, he was, it was almost like Two-Face or something. He right. was like that um, It's like caricature. they were caricatures. That's yes. exactly it. They were yep. caricatures. Tracy, what was your favorite part? All right. Um, not much. Ooh. Burn. I did like there was... A scene where Calamity Jane has lost her navigator. Navigator. Wow. Calamity Jane had lost her navigator because one of the racers had run him over when she was repairing the car. So she was alone in her car. Cheap shot. And two motorcycle bandits. I don't know who. Were they hired by the rebels? Were they just didn't want the race anymore? I don't know. I think think they they were the rebels. Rebels? Okay. I was getting the vibe of rebel. They attacked her. And she was able to eventually shake them off and kick them off of her car. And one of the motorcyclists, he rolled off the car and into the camera. And I really appreciated that shot. Yep. It was a good stuntman. It was a good camera location. Like everything worked in that shot. It was practical effects. I bought it. It was great. I So that was... (laughs) It's the only thing you can believe, so it was your favorite part. Right, it was One my favorite redeemable part. <laughs> aspect of this entire movie. <laughs> my favorite part was Calamity Jane's helmet. Yes. Made me oh, happy. Yeah. 
Yeah, the flower. The flower with like the lace um, outline to. I just yeah. appreciated it. Mm-hmm. That's all. Mm-hmm. That was that was what I had. So this was a. Slim pretty rough guys. I was gonna say we're really picking picking from the bottom yeah. of the barrel here. Yes. Although I did like I did notice her helmet. Yeah. It's the little things. You know, actually, I liked when Annie. I forget what event they were doing, but Annie was in that sheer purple dress. Oh, in the garage. As like a lavender yeah. periwinkle-ish. That was a very like... I liked that dress. You, you would find that dress now as a retro like throwback to the 70s. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like I would still wear that. Right. It's, it's kind of like a again. bridesmaid's dress. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Pretty. I like it. Yep. All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, so we rearranged our questions a little bit here. So try and follow gonna, us. Guys, guys, <laughs> guys, we're going to be famous. Da, 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 da. Right. If everyone was a character in this film, who would we be? Who should we start with? Let's start with Serena. I just want to preface all of this with, we didn't like anybody there in was this. There was not a like, single Like even character. our heroes. Even Annie, who I think is our actual hero. Well, no, I guess, no, I guess um, Frankenstein was our hero. Yes. But they it, were what, not redeemable. Was the they were still killing people? Yeah. All right. My my only question was Frankenstein. He did what the rebels wanted, but they didn't, or he didn't know that the rebels and him had the same plan. Like I don't. Right. He ne- he didn't take the time. Well, he didn't take the time to be like, hey, don't stop me because I'm gonna do what you guys want to do. Right. And and I don't know. I don't know okay. why why. Maybe he would. He thought that they wouldn't believe him. I don't know. I don't know. Okie doke. Anyway, um, what was the question? Oh yeah, that's right. Serena, are you ready? <laughs> okay. For, are you ready for this? Uh, medium to not. I had you as Calamity Jane. Me too. Yay! <laughs> I did too because I liked her sass. Obviously, she, yeah. you guys know I love all the sassy female characters. We didn't actually hate her. In like, she was the, a redeemable no. character. I she thought was just kind of like doing her job. Yeah, yeah. I think as soon as the camera first, the first time she came onto the screen, I was kind of like, ooh, I kind of like her. I don't know if I just like liked her look or attitude or combination, but I was like, goals. Yeah, yeah. You know, cheekbone goals. Not eyebrow goals. Those are like some thin-ass eyebrows. eyebrows, Those were some thinnies. Yep. Um, Okay, so you had Jane for yourself. Yep. Tracy, who'd you have for Serena? I had Matilda. Okay. I was on the fence between the two of them for myself. Yeah, I just... Other than I finally could recognize Calamity Jane, I feel like she had more lines, but I, they kind of were both the same. Um, mm-hmm. But in the yeah, beginning, was, it was all a yeah, wash. and she had some good lines. We all three, and you guys, somebody else pointed out as soon as it started the opening scene. Oh, female drivers! Yes, yeah. And I wasn't sure if this was because, although it was filmed in '75, but it was placed in the far future of 2000. Right? The far future of 2000. But but they had been going for how many? 15 years? This was the 15th race or something? But their thought of future was female racers. Were, mm-hmm. Not to say 70s didn't... But still. Yeah. Still with the, the you know, women on the main, yep. main front of the... I feel like we were still a little behind in the 70s. Yeah. And then for them to be flash forward to 2000 or what they thought 2000 was going to look like... It was nice that they they had two female racers. Mm-hmm. Granted, spoiler alert, they both die. 
And they both have full frontal nudity at one point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, like, you know, because they <laughs> needed to. Well, there had to be nudity. So we had Serena for Jane. You had Matilda. Mm-hmm. Two sides, same coin there. Yep. Okay, uh, let's do me next. Okay. All right, what'd you guys have? You go first. I had you as Annie. Me Betsy. too! I'm and okay I, with that. I wonder if it's for the same reason, Trey, because okay. we've been on this we've been on we've been on this kick with with our Betsy. Mm-hmm. You're running the show. I mean, let's be real here. Not only that, but she She's goes in undercover. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nobody knows what her, you know, real story is. I'm gonna add that here. I did what had to be done, guys. I'm pretty sure that's a quote directly from Annie. <laughs> she's just doing what needed to be done yep that's sure that was said that's not who i had for myself i had the bored monotone reporter you know how like there was like <laughs> the, the the flamboyant guy and then the girl the lady and then there was that other guy who's like saying the facts all right like whatever <laughs> she literally she always finds these obscure like I do like, like finding the obscure, but I just couldn't with there this There was one. no obscure. But like that one you just listed is reminding me of somebody you picked for one of us in Westworld. Yes. Right? The Cinnamon Toast guy. Yes. <laughs> the Cinnamon Toast That's guy. what I'm saying. She remembers these like yeah. very Listen, we all small. No, I'm guy. sorry. The best one about him. was the head girl. It was the head girl. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah that was hilarious. <laughs> Hello. Uh, okay. All right, so for Tracy, I'll go first. Okay. Um, Tracy's not in this movie. <laughs> okay. That's all. No, I'm just not in it. No. Would you Would you be any of those characters? No. You would be the person safely inside their own home. Yeah. Not oh, yeah. participating yeah. in this entire event. <laughs> I, I, for Tracy, I picked Nero the hero, not for any reason other than the fact that it rhymes and Tracy can be a hero. And That's she likes amazing. Batman, I mean, I mean, so and Batman's I mean, like a he hero. He trained the Karate Kid. <laughs> Did you? Is that confirmed? Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> I picked Jane for myself because she was just the other girl driver. Yeah, I almost picked Matilda for you. I almost did, but then I was like, oh, "Well, I, okay." I've been on the fence between Matilda and Nero, and I just nope, lickety I loved split. It. That's my favorite answer. So for no reason other than the fact that it rhymes. Yep, I love it. And hero and Batman. I don't know. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm proud that we made it through that question because that was a tough one. That was tough. That was tough. All right. Wait a minute. How has this movie influenced or been influenced by other movies? Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Like, oh, my God. Seriously. Just it's like every side character, we could pick a yeah. character that the Hunger Games had right. for that. We were like, oh, that's Snow. Oh, that's Coin. Oh, that's Caesar. Was Caesar? Yeah. It's just, yeah, every single character. We're like, oh, okay, yep. Got it. Yeah. Guys. Like, like to a point where... Well, you even called Finnick. You, yeah. Frankenstein was Finnick. Yeah. What? <laughs> Hunger Games written twice. I forgot I wrote it up here. <laughs> that's how much it... That's like, how to, much. That's, yeah. There, that's, what was that? There was a Japanese movie... Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Of course she would remember And I this. found a quick article that was like, if you think it, that it's based on this, you need to watch... Death Race. Death Race. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, and I understand, like, there's like there's a whole genre of dystopian movies with based around a game, a deadly game. Because, like, before yeah. this, there was Rollerball. Wasn't that, that one was, of them? Yes. Oh, my they, God. And that, um, they compared That was one that of our potential. Well. Rollerball was... They remade Rollerball. Wasn't that one of the ones that you would give... Remember we were 
choosing the first time we did our our oh. separated. It wasn't rollerball one of them. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I like. I feel like we did that. It was probably better because it was James Con. Hmm. That was probably going to be better. I, anyway. I would watch it. It's still potentially in our future. All right, fair enough. I think we've had enough car movies for a while. However, yeah. oh my gosh. Oh my okay, god. Okay, what was it? The Italian Job. Used cars. Used cars. And this. And let me tell you, the opening scene, it was just like the bandstand music for some reason. You immediately was like, wow, used cars. Used cars was better. (laughs) Yeah, I can't believe. Yeah. Um, Other movies, Mad Max, definitely. There were definitely Mad Max elements. Mad Max. Or rather, other way around. Mad Max had Death Race 2000 elements. Because the best yeah. part, or the, the fun part of the Mad, the newest Mad Max was the race. But they Not obviously the race, made, but like the, they the made cars, it fun. The ca- you know. Yes. Frankenstein's car looked like a turtle. turtle. It kept giving me a vibe. It really did give me we the Mario. Vibes. Yeah, we get vibes. Oh, we, we, we catch get vibes. vibes. We catch vibes. Mario Kart. Some animal. Yeah, it's like Yoshi. Oh, yeah. No. Bowser. Bowser. It was yes. definitely Bowser's yes. car. I also thought it was similar to the TV show Man in the High Castle. Oh, yeah. Where the Germans were very much in charge. Yep. And they had this thing where they euthanized the old and sick. Mm -hmm. And they would have, like, just a large crematorium burning of these people. Ew. Yeah. So when they specifically wheeled out all of the old people and put them in the road for them to be like mowed down I immediately thought of that <coughs> yeah there de- there are similar themes yeah uh there anything is. else yeah there is. I had um I just had that one Willy Wonka I, Mike TV <laughs> oh, the, Mike yeah. TV yeah the, the guy sounded just like Mike TV it was um with his junior big gangly his teeth yeah this guy with his big gangly teeth yeah and his unhinged hair how is how how like Stanley Tucci had the had the fake teeth. Like they must anyway. Whatever. I want to bring it back to Hunger Games for a second because you had mentioned the you had mentioned the people, but I they were also media frenzy where like act yeah. nice on camera, smile for the camera, and they also had like interviews and they were interviewing the dead's like wife and the dead's family, and she got like a special compensation for having had a loved one die in one of the races. And then they also had, like, that weird massage, like... Interview. Interview. Yeah. They had that. The, I mean, it wasn't a massage, but they had, like, you know, fixed her hair and yep. fixed her clothes and made a her body perfect. Station. and touch Yeah, a touch-up station. And it was... So it was a strange... It was such a strange scene to see. But then it immediately made me think of, yeah, that strange yeah. scene is... Anyway... They very capital and then even like you you have them in the uh, in hunger games are called the capital here it's just you know crazy people crazy but then guys. you have the rebels who are clearly the factory workers the you know the outer districts in hunger games the list goes on i just had to yep no nope, i got you i got you anybody else notice what their technology was in the future and that they did have gps tracking and yeah. they did have this weird, how did they know when the cars They kind of kept that stuff vague, which yeah. I'm okay with because they obviously didn't have an answer for it. Nowadays, we would have had an answer for it. But yeah, it was like this weird GPS technology. <laughs> and it had. looked like and the, the cars 19- kind of talked. 
to them a little, a little bit. bit yeah but only to say that they it doesn't have any information to yeah. provide was that a westworld um futuristic thing too the westworld future technology was kind of like that a little like vague yeah yeah they had to kind of keep it vague or else i mean they, you can't again you can't fake it Right. At the end in this one, they did have a, like a little bit of an explanation where the rebels knocked out their telephone lines or something, you know. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, just a little computer button here. Boop, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> uh, all right. Ladies, please remove your hats and silence your cell phones. How does this film hold up, guys? It doesn't. Well, no. This film... I mean, the sound effects were bad. The visuals were bad. The timing. The yeah. The the I don't think they used the clicker thing. Like the voice. Oh my God, the voices didn't even line didn't up. Didn't even yeah. line up. However, it's a dystopian. I mean, yeah. we just rewatched the Hunger Games, so it, it's very much still. The concept, the concept is, still is, relevant. is still relevant. You're right. You're right. So there was one scene where i swear all the cars were like remote control derby cars like pretend derby car like derby whatever remote yeah. control yeah. yeah no i believe that so um and i'm like okay that's not how they turn really it's not like ma- like going 90 miles around a corner doesn't look like that yeah no it, it was definitely that like speed up technology it kind of reminded me a little bit of chitty chitty bang bang yeah like you know fast forward the film compared yeah. to it going and fast. didn't they do that don't they do that in like dukes of hazard where it's like a, a wacky car chase scene so they yeah, like speed yeah, it up or yeah. whatever yeah which doesn't help no <laughs> it makes it look bad cheesy yeah. Yeah. cheesy yeah. yeah even more camp than it was intended to be yeah can we that lady that girl whatever that fan of frankenstein's oh, that came yeah. in and then later sacrificed herself. Yeah, that was yeah, weird. That was weird. I felt like that didn't hold. He's like, did you come here to, to get, sacrifice your body like to me? Like to give me your body or something? Something like he was saying some weird line. I think he did that for like, again, this reminds me of Hunger Games where everyone thinks that the drivers are possessions. And he was kind of like, he's like, what? Are you going to give your body to me? Like he was like egging yeah. her on to make a point. I don't know. But why make that point? Like, we already knew that people fawned over the drivers. I don't know. It was just, it was, it was weird. a weird. It was, it was a weird. And it was long. That yeah. interaction between the two of them was long. I was waiting for that to play out to be something else completely, and it yeah. totally didn't. I was like, okay, either they're going to go embrace each other lovingly into their arms and go off into the distance in the other room, or. Well, I thought that she was going to, like, give us a hint as to what his what his thought process was like the plague, you know, there was something else happening with him. Like there was going to be a plan of some sort. So I thought we were going to get a insight into that, but no, no, I thought, I thought it was showing us what the people thought of this race. She was the, she wasn't the rebel. She was an everyday man Mm. and she wasn't like the, you know, the producers making money off of it. They were so brainwashed that she was elected top of, out of however many girls, she was the top fan and she got to go and meet him. And that's oh, how the, she it drank. Was just representation of the culture and the I society is how I read it. Gotcha. She gotcha. drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, there was Kool-Aid in there. <laughs> she drank it. Okay. That makes sense now that you say that. They could have presented that better. 
Yeah. Like, if... I mean, look if, at this movie. Well, right, but, like, if she won a contest to see him, why do it in, like, an empty corridor as he's walking out of another room? Like, it, Agreed. That was that weird. That was weird. <laughs> it was weird. I was almost thinking at one point, maybe she's the enemy, and she's posing as a fan. Yeah. And I was, like, waiting for there to be a twist and there wasn't. Yeah. yeah definitely. She definitely came off stalkery. Where yeah. She like cornered him compared to being somebody being like, Mr. Frankenstein, this is your number one fan. Right, right, right. Yeah. Weirdness. Anyway. All right. So it doesn't, it doesn't hold up. No. 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 No, it no. doesn't. I don't think so. Okay. New question, guys. Boom. Boom. We fixed it. Boom. Boom. Mic drop. I don't know. If but I don't think we can fix this. I don't think we can fix this. The, what did we say already that you guys said hunger games fixed it well yeah. kind of eh. i think hunger games can be fixed a little bit too but yeah. that's right. beside I the mean, point it, it had like i said it has that concept and at first i was like we'll never get to that point but no i can see where you crazy go, town where it comes from i get it here's the annoying thing i'm with you because the story, every aspect is technically there. The story is there. The characters are actually there because mm-hmm. Anne, Annie has her her rebel cause that she's dealing with, and then you know that something's going on with uh, Frankenstein, Frankenstein yeah. and there there is another plot, like there's backstory to him, but it's the presentation mm-hmm. that was where it just all fell apart. The script, the script itself, the filming of it, it's just. That is where it went off the rails. <laughs> they thought they could cover it up with action sequences and mm-hmm. boobs. Yeah. And yep. it, it didn't, or I, I would like to see the, you know, how it played in movies or theaters. Oh, how, yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. I was wondering. Rotten Tomatoes uh, gives it obviously it didn't zero. Up, but Yeah, right. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a rotten. <laughs> It probably, well, but that's, again, that's just it is like, I think that it's looked upon as such trash that it's, you know, it's a cult, it's cult classic Mm. in a way. Okay. Annie, who is the one you said that she reminded me? I kept getting that familiar face. Kelly Cuoco? Yeah. How do you say her last name? Cuoco? Cuoco. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but that's how I pronounce it. From uh, Big Bang Theory? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's her eyes. Yeah. Anyways. She was definitely, uh, I don't know. I feel like she might have been my favorite character. She was, she was the redeemable character. Yeah. Because she, you know, she had issues killing the little boy and she was fighting for the right cause. She wanted to end the race. She was, yeah. you know. Yep. She, she was our mor- hero. She had morals. Right. I had that, I was trying to predict, because Frankenstein was a little bit mysterious. Like we knew there was something more to him that we couldn't quite put our finger on. Yep. And he had said a comment that it made me think that, well, maybe he, because the whole premise and why he's called Frankenstein or whatever is if he gets injured or loses a limb in a race, they basically rebuild him and put him back in the race. He's that good. Mm -hmm. And he's won for however many years. So I thought that, and he wears a mask, it's really weird, that they're just like, the government wants to be in control. They want to win. So they're just putting like new people in every year. And so I was like, okay, so, and then, so this particular Frankenstein doesn't want to play by their rules. So I thought that was his secret, his mystery. Of course, that's not what happens, but that was my boom, I fixed it moment. That's what I thought actually, that's what I thought at one point. I was thinking that same thing. I was like sure that it was all like 
a setup. Right. And then I had, because we were, of course, are comparing it to, to Finnick, I mean, to Hunger Games, I thought of Frankenstein as Finnick, where he he's just doing it, he's just killing people because they act, the government and the people running the race, they own him. They either have, like, I don't know, they're holding something over him. They've got his family captive. <laughs> yeah. They've mm-hmm. got something, you know, so I thought he would have some reason, mm-hmm. which, I mean, he at the end, he does kill the president, but he doesn't really have a reason why other than, you know, now he becomes president. I don't know. I kind of took it as that was his intention all along, was to was to kill the president. So why did it take him that long? I don't know. That I, well, because I the president was going to be waiting at the end of the race, maybe? Oh, right, that's what I, like, he had to win because... Otherwise, he wouldn't be able to go up on stage to get to get to the president. That's okay. good that you thought that all along, because I definitely didn't I, know that until like minute before. Once I once I knew that once we knew that he was going to kill the president, that's when I was like, oh, this was his plan all along. I didn't I didn't predict that that was what was going to happen, but it didn't still didn't make timeline sense necessarily like he was in previous races right so why didn't he like you said why didn't he do it before there was no motive you're right there was no motivation to it it was weird. yeah the amount of problems with this i know i was gonna <laughs> say <laughs> remember when we do that rating of like oh yeah the what list of, one to yeah. worst it's gonna be the bottom this is gonna this be is the bottom easy of the barrel. bottom yeah <sighs> maybe we're just girls and we just don't get it did we get a? Did anybody? Did anybody get a boom? Fix it? Did anyone? No, the whole thing has to be like. I kind of did. It's a page one rewrite, guys. Yeah, <laughs> rewrite, full rewrite. The because uh, again, the plot was there and the characters were there, and then you have to change everything else. Yeah. yeah. All right. Note roundup. My comment is: so they remade this movie in two thousand eight with Jason Statham, and. That is not a good movie. However, I would recommend that movie over this movie any day of the <laughs> week. Uh, they kind they fixed some of the problems. They changed the setting and the location. They didn't kill innocent people. It yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. just putting that out there. There is a remake with Jason Statham, and I mean it's Jason Statham. That's yeah. always a good time. I mean, there were no good looking men, right? I'm sorry, David Carradine is not a good-looking guy. <laughs> not that we have to have a good-looking guy no, in every no, movie, no. but good lord. I mean, if they're going to yeah, present... If it's a bad movie, might as well have something right. good to look at. Right, right exactly. Like, if they're going to be having a bunch of the nude females or, you know, yeah, playing up to the... what they, I'm not saying the nude females can be just for the men. They can be for the women, too. But <laughs> I'm just saying, can you throw in something else? <laughs> But here's the thing. He also wasn't a good actor. <laughs> okay. Like, if you're not going to be attractive, at least be a good actor. Like, and I understand yeah. that Frankenstein was was a stoic character and you're not supposed to be able to read him, but there was just nothing. Nothing there. That's all. He had, uh, in my note roundup, I had, he, he had the cape. Guys. Darth Vader. Batman. Oh, yeah. No, no, Darth Vader, because he's, like, destroyed face. True. Oh, good point. Yeah. Oh, my God. He had the Darth Vader costume. The Darth Vader. Complete Darth Vader. Visual. For those of you who have watched Pulp Fiction, he was the gimp. 
It was that it that's oh yeah. 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 Like unappropriate, uncomfortable yeah. costume. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. My one more note roundup is at the very beginning of the race, they kind of pan to an audience. And in the background was this Star Wars-esque like buildings and which I kind of actually liked. But then you saw like a monorail go by and it was so cheesy. It was so cheesy. So bad. So it was, yeah. Anyway. I think I know what you're talking about. Is it the beginning? The very beginning. Yeah. So I guess, I guess we know what our martini shots are going to be. (laughs) All right. Martini shot. Serena, would you recommend it? Negative. Tracy, would you recommend it? No. But I have one caveat. Wow. If any Hunger Game like fanatic wants to watch this to see how many like like specific similarities, similarities yeah. there are, that would be a fun game. Or yes. like a drinking game. Like yep. anytime you yep. spot something that you could relate to the Hunger Games. Yes. Oh, that would be a fun. That would be a right? fun. Right. Like, like fun. that would be the drunk. only reason I would recommend this movie. Yeah, I could see that. That's fair. Good point. I, good. Yeah. Good idea. I do not recommend this movie. <laughs> period. Which is always hard when we have because we we've never seen these movies before. It's always hard to tell people to watch the movie to listen to us. To so tell us so that we can tell, tell you not, not to watch, watch this movie. movie. I was actually just thinking when we are three nose across the board. What must our listeners think? <laughs> we need to make sure that they suffer through this like yep, we just did. Just like we do. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, actually, you know what? I would be curious to see if if people enjoyed this movie. Yeah, if yeah. They, maybe it's just... If they disagree with any of us. Maybe, maybe. Maybe we just weren't paying attention enough. I don't know. All right. Uh, so for the first time, we asked uh, our audience about one of the movies we recently reviewed and we got a good response so uh for the black cauldron we asked gurgi annoying or adorable (laughs) it looks like adorable one uh it was a close call however our favorite response came from kate tracy what did kate say Kate says, Gurgi is adorable. How dare you suggest otherwise? Although it has to be said that Gurgi walked so Jar Jar Binks could traumatize us all. <laughs> so yes, yep. I think that about sums it up. Yep. I don't, I, yeah, that, that is true. That is true. Yep. Good job, Kate. That's about it for this episode. Thanks for joining us. We'll be posting what our next movie will be on Twitter tomorrow. So head on over there and hit that follow button. You can also follow us on Instagram. Our handle for both is at the movie Millies. To find more great episodes, head on over to our website, www.millennialsatthemoviehouse.com. So until next time, we're millennials. And we'll see you at the movie house.